Would you like to have a life of abundance and obedience? With obedience, think of that as conformity to the best way of living, ways that we all know should be followed. And if you want that, you're going to have to learn to think differently. Everybody. Welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart Robb, better known as Mike. This is an episode of the Conspiracy Commentaries. We're talking about Dallas Willard's The Divine Conspiracy, just one section at a time. Our section today is only two pages. Um, just a reminder again, I'll keep reminding people there's this book here, Something to Say, by this guy, Michael Stewart Robb. Um, it's a bibliography of Dallas Willard. It's um, it's basically everything that he wrote or was recorded of him saying, all kind of put together um, with little checkboxes next to it. Uh, let's see if I can get this in the camera. There, you see that? Little boxes. You can mark what you've listened to or read. Um, it's kind of for those OCD types or just people who just want to keep track. Um, get that at sanctus.institute forward slash friends. Um, if you become a friend of Sanctus, the nonprofit which supports this YouTube channel uh, and the podcast, then you can get a copy of that for free if you live in the United States or Europe. Uh, on to the section. Section today is called The Gospel Gap. Like I said, pages 54 and 55. Just at the very end now we are of... Uh, Dallas's sort of discussion of two um, gospels of sin management. And, and here's basically what he wants to say. These two gospels don't help. They don't help with two very important things that we want in our life. And I'll, I'll point them out here. It's very second, second paragraph. Um, first one, the personal integrity of the people who believe those gospels. That is integrity. It's you think of integral numbers. Um, these are whole numbers, numbers that are um, all in one piece. We're talking about people that are all in one piece, that parts of them don't clash wildly with other parts of them. And if that's of interest to you to be that kind of person, then these two gospels, right and left, not going to help. Uh, the other thing he says here, and both lack any essential bearing upon the individual's life as a whole. So there are going to be parts of your life that these gospels won't touch, they won't affect, and he gives some very serious examples of that. Occupations, work time, family, relationships, um, home, neighborhood, things. It's just going to be irrelevant for those things. And turns out we spend the majority of our time in those places. That's really where our life is mostly lived. Now, I think at this point, a lot of people might think, well, what we have here is a spiritual formation problem. In other words, we have these great theological truths, um, both on the right and on the left, things that we 
know to be the core of Christianity. And what we need to do now is we need to find a way to apply them to our lives. And for that, now it's current to use the word spiritual formation. And we're going to sort of find ways to sort of make those great gospel truths sink down into our lives. But Dallas's point in this section is that this is not a spiritual formation problem. This is a intellectual formation problem. It's a thinking problem. And and he's got a couple lines that, uh, that indicate that. Um, one is here, um, he talks about the conceptual discontent and practical irrelevance to it. So it's a conceptual discontent. Our thinking doesn't link up. The thinking that we think when we think these gospels doesn't link up with the thinking that we think when we are in life or dealing with our personal integrity. And again, um, here, third paragraph, um, the irrelevance to life stems from the very content of those gospels. This is the intellectual content, what the theories, the ideas of these gospels actually are about. Um, it's just irrelevant to life and to our personal integrity. And he gives this story of this woman here who um, was ordained by a congregation and um, she just wasn't honest about her sexual orientation and therefore sort of lived a kind of double life. And this is a place where Dallas is saying that her, her gospel didn't help her with her personal integrity or with something that was actually very important to her, that is what she was doing in her occupation. And gospel here, it's very important to see, is not something that she believes down in her heart or something that's um, about her, her feelings or something that God uh, thinks about her or something like that. It's a way of thinking. It's the way that she is used to interpret her life in connection with Jesus and God and all of that. And it doesn't lead to, for her, a life of abundance or didn't lead to a life of abundance and obedience. And that's just the case that Dallas is trying to make with both of these gospels, whether it's the right gospel or the left gospel, that neither of them actually, with its the intellectual content that they have, lead to this sort of life that we all know would be good for us to live and they don't help us keep our life together in um, a sense of, with a sense of wholeness. And well, in the end, we just don't have abundance. We, there's not an overflow of goodness in our life. Yeah, well, thanks for watching here. Um, we are going to end here this I guess, march through the two Gospels um, with the next episode or next, next, whichever way um, I should be pointing. And we're going to be talking about what positively could kind of come in the place of that. And uh, stay tuned for that. I guess stay tuned. We'll see you next time. Um, goodbye now.